You're listening to Fundraising Radio, a podcast about fundraising for early stage startups. The major rule that we follow here is no bullshit on this podcast. No music to relax you, no advertisements of our sponsors. We only talk about fundraising here and nothing else. So let's jump into the episode. Actually, before we jump into this episode, brief disclaimer, this episode was less about fundraising itself and more about, you know, the feeling of leaving a very stable and very, very well-paid job at Facebook in order to pursue your own company. And yeah, in this episode, we talk a lot about how it felt like, when did Tanvi decide to do that, and so on and so forth. So if that's something that's interesting for you, definitely check it out. If you are here exclusively, exclusively for the fundraising, then keep on scrolling. The episode before that is definitely going to fit you. And today's a guest speaker, we have Tanvi Gupta, currently the founder and CEO at Swoomi and previously a product specialist at Facebook. And this episode, we'll talk about switching roles from a safe, well-paid position at Facebook to running your own company in a competitive field. So Tanvi, let's kick it off by you giving us some background on yourself and on Swoomi. Okay. Thank you, Constantine. Uh, my name is Tanvi Gupta. Um, at Facebook, working on fixing our superficial dating world. So I, uh, prior to founding my own startup, I was at Facebook for three years working on um, consumer products in Messenger and Instagram Direct. So I worked on, um, you know, products from zero to one on Messenger redesign that we did a year or so ago, Messenger chat heads, integrity products on Instagram Direct, how people make contact with unknown contacts. So, so I have a lot of experience in terms of shipping consumer products, understanding, um, you know, user needs and covering those gaps in the, in the market and uh, in the field of social media. And then uh, my startup soon me is an audio first dating app which uh, focuses on cultivating meaningful relationships by focusing on voice and personality first rather than looks. So I think I've said this a lot um, in my interviews that this current dating world is super dominated by apps like Tinder, Bumble, and even Hinge, you know, where your face is everything. Mm-hmm. But um, we've seen like other apps like Clubhouse and Spoon um, have shown that audio can create new levels of intimacy and interaction and we basically want to capture the same with you and me, but in the dating world. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's get started with the with you switching roles from Facebook to Swimme. So you said that, you know, you were at Facebook for three years. You mm-hmm. got comfortable there with their insane amount of money that they pay to their engineers. And how did it feel like to actually switch roles from Facebook to your own startup? And what, when was the point when you were like, okay, I'm going to start doing this company full time. I believe in it that much that I will actually, I'm willing to give up Facebook and the perks that come along with it. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I mean, Facebook is a super comfortable place. I loved it. You know, I just want to say I loved uh, Mark Zuckerberg's um, leadership, very inspiring, great guy, learned so much. But, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, at Facebook, I always felt I had this entrepreneurial spirit and my way of working at Facebook reflected that. I mean, the thing about Facebook is even one person can operate as a startup. That's what it's such a big corporation. It's such a big company. But yet Facebook can give you ways to make that impact. 
And, you know, within the three years, I just realized the reason behind my success at Facebook was that I wasn't afraid to advocate for the best user experiences in Messenger and, in, uh, and IGD products, right? So, however, it just took me <laughs> three years to realize that what I do best is exactly what is needed to be a startup founder. So when the pandemic began, I just wasn't feeling my time at Facebook, you know, wanted to think outside the zone and, and, and you know, solving the online world dating point, pain points had been on the forefront of my mind because, um, uh, because, you know, I felt frustrated with all the dating apps when I was dating a few years ago before meeting my husband. So it just hit me, um, you know, because I had so much time to think that <laughs> we're sitting on a gold mine, as in we need to further explore this whole new paradigm of interaction that is audio and not video or fo photos. Um, and that is why I decided to leave Facebook and focus full time on building and launching this and this product. And also, I think I was emotionally and financially ready to venture out on my own. I mean, I personally have invested almost like 50K of my own money into the startup. And, and because I like, I'm so passionate about this space because I was so frustrated. Like I, I did not meet my husband on a dating app, but I was on like four or five dating apps and super frustrated. And, and to be clear, you know, I don't think that dating market, I, I actually don't think dating market as crowded because I just don't think there is any app out there that is solving the need for non-superficial dating. Like, sure, there are like, you know, so many apps, just photos, photos, videos, and it's just like focused on different demographics, but there is no like this paradigm of interaction based on videos and photos. It's so like old now, you know, it's dated and nobody's solving this need for non-superficial dating. And I think soon me is the first to market in that space. So I actually don't think this place, this space is crowded, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. We'll see. Uh, dating space in general is crowded, but not the one that you're taking care of. So yeah, you might be actually very right here. And my phrasing was completely wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's talk about crowded and uh, being the one of the first people to take care of that. You know, at this point, unpopulated space or somewhat unpopulated space. So when you opened up your seed rounds, uh, which was recently, you were mm -hmm. aiming for one million, but actually based on the interest you're getting from investors right now, you might even expand it to 2 million raise. Uh, first of all, how did you manage to get so much traction from investor? And secondly, why do you want to, you know, increase the, uh, the raising amount? Well, I think, um, I think in terms of raising, like getting this much inbound interest is that, I mean, I think my marketing team and I have just been out there pitching our product, you know, to investors and being active in communities and as a, and, and, you know, we, before like launching on July 7th, was it last week, um, we were doing beta testing with our super users. So I think we got really good feedback and then somehow we got on people's radar. I mean, you know, we're, we have a really nice Instagram handle, Twitter, Facebook. Page and we get a lot of interaction with actual users um, there. So so I think we were already starting to starting to take off. And then we got featured in TechCrunch, which we are super super grateful for. You know, to Sarah Perez, uh, which had a large part in getting us viral. I mean, we were trending in U.S. and Twitter in Italy, France, even China. And and now I, I feel like people are sending me messages every day. Hey, you're on Trend Hunter. Hey, you're on Beta Testing. You're on this. I'm like, okay well this is great so I think that was just like I feel like we just 
sort of started to trend and 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 then I think that's how we got so much inbound interest and plus you know the first part was obviously being out there getting to as many pitch events as many community events and all of that and then we also got some influencers to talk about us for free because you know they loved our products so it's like so I think all the culmination of all these things were basically that got us that interest and then in terms of your question on you know why if I'm considering increasing it to two million I think depending on the funding we close and we are in the process of that I'm considering increasing it to two million I want to increase because I want to give us good enough runway to grow our user base and move fast to capture the market market share in the audio dating space. I mean, we've created, you know, this strong momentum and within the team outside with investors, with users, and we're growing so fast in terms of, you know, user base, and we don't even have any ads out. This is all organic just from being viral, right? So I just feel that we need to leverage the strong momentum we have. And my team is super excited. Users are super excited, giving us constant feedback, you know, and, and they give us constant feedback about the product and things we could do to improve you know our product so uh, so I think we just want to quickly move and just you know give us that runway to to really build out the product I mean we have MVP but we do need resources right so and at the end of the day it's all about providing value and impacting users lives in a in a positive way and that is really what our mission is as to me nice sounds very optimistic sounds like a very optimistic mission statement there I love it uh so let's talk about the first steps of the company i think those are the most fun ones those are the the true startup stage of it uh when you're just figuring out if the idea is viable if people are actually going to like it on our print recall you mentioned that you personally did it with just <clears throat> sorry lose my voice here uh with just a simple wix website built by yourself and you just threw it out there and wait for feedback can you tell us a little bit more about that you know how do you uh plan this out how did you know that the you know the feedback was sufficient how did you know that uh you know people were actually interested Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I built a Wix website basically talking about the mission of Sue Me. Actually, I was calling it, um, I think, Dobby Dating because <laughs> I didn't have the <laughs> name. <All> so right. <laughs> you know who Dobby is, right? Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Harry Potter, but it's um, Harry Potter's elf, which, you know, I always felt so bad for and I wanted, like, I was constantly rooting throughout the movie that to be freed right so so i just like loved that little elf so i don't know why it's my favorite character so anyway i named my product dobby dating and i built a wix website which i had no idea how to build so <clears throat> i basically learned it i mean not that it's hard to learn you know um <laughs> it's just like putting stuff together they give you all the tools mm -hmm. so in any case I you know put my idea out there just like audio first dating and avatars and you know um I was just like and I I basically did like a like a sign up sort of form that if you're interested in this product send us your email and then you know and you would be one of the super early beta users to test out the app so basically what I was doing was I was just like trying to 
like figure out if there is interest in this. I was getting user feedback, like there were comments, like a comment section that people would send comments, right? So, and a newsletter sign up, so soon me. So it just like, it indicated like a demand for such a product, like something that's like different than, like people wanna try something else rather than just the same thing over and over and over, but focus on different communities, right? So, and, and I also ran surveys um, through SurveyMonkey and I did a lot of research like market research and dating apps and user needs. I mean, of course, it's a combination of all my own grievances, but I just wanted to validate that are other people feeling the same way, right? Like the, this whole uh, thing started with eHarmony, which obviously at this point is super dated. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, then Tinder comes in and makes it like super easy, you know, seamless, but still, but still the focus is still photos, right? So, so mm -hmm. anyway, I, again, I wanted to solve this. I was very passionate about it and I was building interest through this website, right? And I had learned from my time at Facebook that first step to building great products is really first understand the gaps in the market and understand user needs and think about like how we can address the gaps in the market. So I think for me, it was just to, uh, to validate, to further understand user needs. I just felt I needed to get out there and talk to people and research. And honestly, that is literally what I did. <laughs> Nice. All right. So based on that feedback, what were the next steps? Did you actually, you know, go out and build the product yourself? And once you did that, when was the moment when you were like, okay, now, you know, I've done all this stuff, user seems to love us, let's raise the money. When was the moment where you're like, all right, now I'm actually going to raise the money from outside investors? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you know, after I, uh, I, um, you know, figured out this initial interest and just like um, a demand, right? So my brother is also an engineer. Um, so I just started talking to my my brother. He's also very entrepreneurial. So he's like, I don't know, worked on, you know, releasing his own crypto apps and whatnot. I don't know. He has his own personal projects. Going on. So we just, you know, we just like brainstorm and we act as each other's sounding board kind of thing. So I was just telling him that, hey, I'm like gauging this market and there's a strong interest and as you know like I really want to solve like somebody's got to solve it and I just felt that I was emotionally and financially ready to just like sort of venture out on my own but just needed to think through what it is that I want to build right so I'm not an engineer by trade you know I'm a product person so I basically uh, you know put an ad out on Angel's List hired an engineer um, and then my brother again you know he's an engineer so with his help um, just built um, you know, um, 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 you know, built like a started building a product, and then had our MVP out. You know, we got really great feedback from our beta super users asking, and and then you know we got good feedback as in like they would tell us what are the key things to improve the product experience. So I think I just arrived at a point where I was like, you know, I really need the money to like scale the platform, and and hire resources, and and actually put money into advertising the platform. Like so far, it's been organic growth. We haven't really poured any money into advertising. So, so, I mean, given, you know, we've been sort of stretched thin on budget, I just decided to raise funding. I mean, we just need the money to build, scale the platform, hire key resources, um, you know, to extend. It's just as simple as that. I mean, it wasn't anything complicated, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Understood. Speaking of putting money into advertisement and actually trying to scale the platform, let's talk about the major steps that you're planning to take once the round is officially closed. So, the last check comes in, the bank is full. You're like, okay, we have all the money. What are the next uh, you know, 
top three things that you want to do with that money? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I have a lot I want to do, but I think <laughs> the first step, the very first step is hire more engineers. I mean, I feel like I really need engineers at this point. So anyone listening, please, please apply to work at me. <laughs> you know, we're a super fun, dynamic team. And I think you would love working at a fast company, fast growing company like, like us. So first step would be hire engineers and a full-time designer, right? So that's like hiring resources. And then um, put some money towards advertising the app. Um, I think it's time we pour some money into um, to actual, you know, like ads on Instagram and on the, you know, the Twitter, social media, and even like, you know, we've had some producers from new shows reaching out to us, like, you know, talking like they would want to talk about Sumi. So, so things like that, you know, just like getting out there and, and getting, taking that step to become mainstream, right? And, and I think the third uh, step would be like, basically like my, my current team, um, you know, paying them actually, so they don't have to like, I don't know, um, like work other jobs to support themselves. So I mm -hmm. think their paycheck, <clears throat> because I think that's like also my biggest priority because they've been there throughout, you know, we've gotten the place, we've gotten, um, you know, to this place, it's been a team effort and it's been really fun. So I think I really want to, want to genuinely reward them for all their efforts. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good plan. Love it. So at this point, I would love us to go back to discussing you leaving Facebook and, you know, how the whole thing started. So my major question here is at which stage of life would you recommend founders actually becoming founders, actually starting their own companies? Is it after they worked at some kind of, you know, big corporation that pays them fairly well? And once they have enough money for themselves, you know, they can kick it off. Or do you think they should start much earlier? like underdogs, mm -hmm. no money, nothing. Uh, which stage do you think is the best? You know, I I, I think it's all about feeling ready. I, I just don't think there is like a single formula for like, um, you know, like starting it straight out of college or feeling, you know, financially ready. Like, for example, you know, Zach, who I'm like basically the biggest fan of Facebook, <laughs> Zach, right? I'm like, oh my God, like he's so great. He's so, you know, smart. So anyway, like he, he dropped out of Harvard and started his company, right? And that worked for him. So for me, I mean, I wish that would have worked for me, but but I couldn't do it. I think I was always very entrepreneurial. I mean, I grew up in India. You know, I came here when I was like 15. I didn't have any family here. My parents are in India. So so I mean, I basically came here on a student visa, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 I actually wanted to, you know, once I finished college, go venture on my own, but I didn't have the option because I was not a citizen here yet or a permanent mm -hmm. resident. So I, I needed some big corporation to sponsor me. So that was my, you know, issue. So if I had been, let's say, at 22 years old, I was a U.S. citizen or a resident, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to start on my own, right? Because I always felt like I had this, I don't know, I've always had this drive, like, if I need to do something, I just go out and do it. You know, I, I don't need to, like, wait for 10 other people. And I feel like that is, that's what makes me, like, I feel like, 
somebody suited for being an entrepreneur or founder, I, I always felt like I'm not a good fit for a huge corporation. Like, I don't believe in bureaucracy. I don't feel <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to get like 10 approvals before getting something. And, and, you know, Facebook is the first place where I felt that I could make that impact without that pressure of bureaucracy. And oh my God, like I have to get like 10 approvals before I do something. So for me, I think, it, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the main issues was really just like, like uh, uh i guess my visa status i mean you know getting mm -hmm. to that PR phase the citizen phase so so i can leave a job and venture out on my own so so i think for me that was what that's really what i was waiting for so as soon as i got my pr i was like okay i'm going out on my own and as far as, far as like financial i don't think that's a that's a big deal i mean you don't have to wait for um you know being financially ready to do a startup i think for me i mean uh I just like for me, I I've been comfortable like that. Thankfully, you know, grateful to, to God for that for for a while. Um, but it was just like if I had the option, like to not feeling that pressure of being in this country, having that status, I would have actually done it right out of college. It was actually like I feel like it was like lower stakes back then, right? Like because right now I have this super comfortable job at Facebook. Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly right like i have like these perks and i'm learning so much i'm working at the best company in the world in tech you know so why should i leave that comfort zone and and take this huge risk so i feel like the stakes are sort of higher mm -hmm. right now versus when i was like i don't know 22 and right out of college so so for me, I think the startup founders, I think they should, if they feel like they have these attributes, this need to make a positive impact in the world, they should just do it right when it feels right. I don't, I wouldn't actually suggest to be financially <laughs> comfortable um, because the thing is that it kind of like, once you get financially comfortable, it's kind of hard to go back to not being financially comfortable. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You are like so used to the perks and everything. And, you know, thankfully, I have a very supportive husband who's doing quite well. So I don't need to worry <laughs> about that. So, but I think for, for, but if I was single and I didn't have like, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't think financially thing would be an issue for me as, as long as I could pay my bills. I think that's what would matter, to be mm -hmm. honest. Right. Yeah. I bet a lot of our listeners are extremely jealous right now because I know for a fact that a lot of them are straight out of college and started their companies either in college or straight out of college. So I'm pretty sure they're not as financially well as you are. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit more about the feeling of, you know, leaving the stability and going into the unknown. It's been about five uh, or uh, six months that you've been running through me. How, how is it going so far for you? How, how does it feel? I think it's so empowering. It's so fun. Oh my God. I mean, I love it. I think I feel like this is how I have always wanted to, to work. You know, this is the moment I dreamed of that if I want to build something, if I want to do something, I go out there and do it. I, I make that impact, right? So, so I feel this is the moment I have been waiting for. I mean, financially ready or not, or comfortable or not, I feel like at the end of the day, such a fulfilling, you know, feeling. It's so satisfying when I see like users come into the app, my metrics go up and then people send us, you know, um, this amazing feedback I'd be like, hey, can we have this feature? Can you like, you said you're going to have this. When are we having this? It's like, you know, you feel that people want more and it's such a good feeling to like, to give people 
you know, that value. I, I don't know. It just feels like really fulfilling. So, I mean, even though my MVP is out, we don't have everything. Like, again, I think I want to clarify that Suit Me is not a feature. It's not something that Tinder and Bumble or Hinge can just come in and add a feature and it works. No, this is a whole new paradigm of interaction and something that is not being done right now. Yes, there might be players who want to come into this market and, you know, want to get it and they are trying to get it right but but you know it's it does not exist yet and I think that is what makes it so much fun that this is like like I said earlier that this is a gold mine this is something new that's waiting to happen like you know how TikTok came and then just suddenly this short form video became like this new form of interaction and people started to love it similar to audio right like clubhouse who knew clubhouse would take off so much and the thing is that uh, that this is resonating with users so much and I feel like I, I don't know just like stepping into this whole new space that is that's not being done right now to me I think that just feels so satisfying and fulfilling and fun and I don't think I don't think any amount of money or anything can actually you know you can't put a value on it basically that's what I mean to say mm -hmm. Sounds really fun, actually. Um, so on this very optimistic note, let's move on to the very last question of today's episode, which is a call to action. So Tanvi, what do you want to listen to do as soon as the episode is over? Sure. So again, I think I want to reiterate this, that audio first dating, audio slash avatar first dating is not a feature, but a new way to engage with potential romantic partners. And at SoonMe, our entire focus is bringing a user's personality to the forefront by audios and by audio bios, sound bites, you know, just voice, which feels more intimate. And rather than making split second mindless decisions based on looks and texting, right? And so I would love for your listeners to internalize this, to come and use the app to find love. So please download the app available on both iOS App Store and Android Play Store and let us know how you like it and, 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 and help us understand how we can improve your experience. And if there are investors looking to invest in a fast growing happening startup, female founded, um, a woman <laughs> of color, please reach out to me on LinkedIn and or Tambi at studentmedating.com. Perfect. There is just a massive combo right there. And <laughs> just FYI, people, the last question, I specifically state that self-promotion is allowed here. So yes, uh, people are allowed to go off into self-promotion field. Don't judge them. That was allowed by me specifically for this purpose. So yeah, uh, great call to action. I'll definitely leave all the links in the description of this episode. So there's going to be a link to SwoonMe. There's going to be a link to Tanvi's LinkedIn. There's also going to be a link to... I think something else, right? You did mention the third link, right? You can put a link to your to our apps on the App Store and Play Store. <laughs> exactly. There's going to be that link as well. So people, if you're single, definitely check it out. I already downloaded it, create the profile. So once this episode is over, I'll start swiping and yeah, check it out. And as usually, have a good day.